Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome, everybody, uh, to another version of Bill Roden on Sports. I'm, uh, you know, Roden. I'm here at the. In- I'll tell you where I am, since you ain't going to be able to find me. I'm in Phoenix. Uh, today is the last day of, uh, of, uh, of the semester at Arizona State, the Cronkite School, where I teach a course. So, um, you know, I, we're just wrapping things up. We were taping a, 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 a version of Cronkite Live, a sports reporters type show, and we did that. And, um, you know, Phoenix Suns are... You know, they eliminated um, the pesky uh, Clippers, and everybody here is excited about that. And then, of course, there's Brittany Griner who spoke, so I'm sure we'll touch on all that. Uh, so what's going on, man? You holding the fort down? And uh, I know as a Knicks fan, are you part of the horde, the enthusiastic horde? Hey, uh, what's up, Bill? Like you said, here in, here in New York where there's Knicks fever. But before we get started, just a word from our sponsor – BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs, basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, right to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options, and your favorite casino and card games, you can play right from your home. So head to the website today and use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Bill, I keep telling you, I'm not a Knicks fan anymore. For some reason, I can't help it. Uh... I guess I think it was ever since Brooklyn got a team. Ever since Brooklyn got a team, I was like, "Well, I'm, you know, I have all this Brooklyn pride. I'm born and raised in Brooklyn. I can't. I gotta be a Brooklyn Nets fan. I mean, come on." Yeah. Uh, so I kind of lost. And the Knicks were terrible, right? Of course. So I kind of, I kind of lost my emotional attachment to the Knicks. But it's funny you bring this up, Bill, because I actually was rooting for the Cavs uh, <laughs> to win because of you Donovan Mitchell. Now, because of Donovan Mitchell, who I, who I've known since he was like a kid playing AAU. Uh, but this Heat Knicks uh, series is bringing me back to where I, I have. To, I feel like I'm going to root hard for the Knicks for this series at least. Oh, see, I was wondering: is there any rationalization <laughs> to jump back on the on the bandwagon? I mean, Knicks Heat. You know what that was like in the '90s and the in, I guess the early 2000s, whatever yeah, it was. It was buckets of blood, Pat Riley. Right. You know, it, it was like it was brutal. Right. You know, I don't know if this is going to be. I, I, I maybe it'll be brutal on Miami's end, you know. I don't know, but I mean, uh, I, you know, the way it is that the NBA is much better whenever the Knicks are good, right? And they haven't right. been good since like the '90s, you know. Right. So, you know, I think it's good, man. You got and look at the markets. You got you got uh, you got the, the Lakers. You got New York. You got Boston. You know, I mean, and, and I guess. 
if the Knicks get past this, you potentially have Knicks in Boston. I mean, how how great is that going to be? That's going to be people going to be delirious. You know? Oh man! And, and and that's the thing. And did you see those games at Madison Square Garden? Uh, I don't know if you if you checked them out, but that crowd was oh, like man. in rare form. I mean, that was like a '90s crowd. I haven't seen, yeah. I haven't heard anything like that. And it really, you know, the Cavs, a young team, never really been in the playoffs. Sure they, they were shook. they were totally shook. <laughs> I mean, there's no way around it. I mean, yeah. you, you know, stu- bouncing the ball off their foot out of bounds <laughs> and all kind of stuff. It was like the crowd was really getting to them. So yeah, and I'm looking guard. forward to and then and, and, and they and they play the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler. Miami Heat fans are, are trying to tell us that he's he's Michael Jordan now. Oh my God! Yeah, maybe he could win a title. Exactly. You know? Right. There's one. one. Come on. We need we need more than a couple good playoff series, Jimmy. And he did that. He did the bubble. You know, he had the great series bubble. Then they lost. They right. lost to the Lakers, right? Yeah. Yep. He he ran out of gas. Yeah. That's what happened. So I mean, that's why people say he's at that level just below. Right. Not going to get in. You know, now, if they if they if they somehow get to the championship series, well, they already did that. Yeah, they've done that. They've, they've, done they've that. gone to the finals before, even though it was the bubble, Bill. You know, we we talked about this at the time well, a couple know, of years bubble, ago. I, Would the bubble, bubble mean more or less or whatever? I think I thought, I thought it meant more. But do you still feel that way? Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> I mean, listen, man, that was a whole time, man. With you're in a bubble, you're they're isolated. Right. You know, it was like AAU, you know, right. and card cardboard fan cutouts. I mean, it was ridiculous, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, and I, I think at the time I agreed with you. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's, it's harder." But now, and I, maybe I've been, you know, other people's opinions have infiltrated me. But you know, I, I heard I think it was Isola or somebody like that saying, "Well, you know, now they have to travel and get on planes and stuff like that." They, you know, they didn't have to do that before in the bubble. I'm like, "Oh, good, okay." okay. Well, but everybody, but you're you're right. Everybody was rested. You know, right. everybody right. was rested. You were playing. Everybody no rim advantage. Everybody's playing in the same gym, same no, rims. Right. That's true. You no know, home, no home pure, court advantage, right? Yes, pure, pure basketball. That's true. You know, it was none of the, you know, let's go, Nick. It was, <laughs> you know, it was just playing basketball. Pure love of the game. Pure, yeah, pure love, love of the game. Of the game. You know, yep. Anthony Davis looked. He was, he was fresh. No wonder. No wonder. <laughs> you know, what, what did Charles Barkley used to call Mr. Street Clothes? Or street Clothes. Street Clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. No, I mean, you, know, he's, you know, they play tonight, actually, uh, the Lakers and uh, and Memphis. So le- the Lakers and Golden State have game sixes where they can close it out. And if they do close out, they play each other. Uh, yeah, that would be guys. Could could Sacramento please spare us from Golden State? Could they please just spare us? I think it's that? too late. I think it's too late for that. I think that they, ha- they would have had to win that game five. I don't see them coming back from that. You know, De'Aaron Fox Fox isn't even 100% anymore. I know. That's the problem. His finger being they, – they had to be perfect. Right. They had to be perfect. And so, you know, things like that happen. When Mike Brown wins coach of the year, you almost say, oh, well, that's that's kind of – that's the highlight for them, you know. Yeah. So we got to sit through – we got to sit through another series of fucking Draymond Green. And, that's, your, that's your favorite player, Bill. You know yeah. That. Well, I mean, the thing is, I know that Draymond is a really smart guy. He's oh, very yeah. intelligent. Oh yeah, and and all that, and you know that this is a shtick, and he's right. kind of like a history of players like in the NFL back in the day. There are people who just specialize in getting under your skin, and right. you get it. That's kind of it. But still, you're like, oh, man, really, you know? 
Well, what about what about uh, another guy who's who's kind of a, a Draymond Green light? What did you think about Dylan Brooks? Oh man, his his, what, his antics. What a clown, man! Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's a clown, and I feel I feel somewhat. I remember back when he was in college. Uh, right, Mike Shashevsky got on him. That's right. And I was like, at the time, I was like, come on, okay. I mean, you got your own dirty player. Uh, uh, what's his name? Who's still in the league? Great, Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. Right. You know, you got your own dirty player. But now, yeah, really, he probably knew something. You know that Dylan Brooks was headed toward being a problem. And I guess, you know, if he's a poor, poor man's uh, Draymond Green. I guess, and, and once you carve out that role, you, you, you just kind of carve out your role for yourself of being like a, you know, like a Neanderthal, you know, no finesse, no, but your job is to be out there being dirty and that's going to be your lot in the NBA. Yeah. And then when it backfired, what disappointed me is, you know, be that guy, you know, stick to it, but don't, when it, once it went wrong and, and they lose whatever it was, game four, I think, oh, LeBron game three. Yeah, and then he, he says, well, you know, it's the media made me out to be this guy. Who are you no. talking about? You, you, right. you, you, this is all you. Right. You're just reacting to all the cheap shots you were taking during the game. What do you mean? Right. And right. and no one told you to talk trash after the game. That was all you. What are you talking about? Yeah, but, that, you know, that, yeah, but Dylan Brooks, man, you right. know, again, you got to win something. You know, but but again, you know, you carve out this role for yourself, and you just gotta do it. At least with Draymond, he's carved out this role, but he's got four titles or how many of the rings he's got. Right. He's, he's he's done it well. You gotta yes. give it. You gotta give it up as far as that. And he, he's, to, he's 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 become really a Hall of Fame villain or whatever. because you know, he, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Well, you think it's a done deal now? He, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, First but, ballot Hall of Famer. Maybe. Maybe I think it could be a first ballot, but he'll definitely get in at some point. Uh, I mean, you know, the four four, cha- four championships, and there's and there's no denying the role he played in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, you just you know, you just hate that. Not you, but I, I, the guy is just such a clown. You know? <laughs> but I mean, I, I shouldn't say that because again, I really respect Draymond as being a really smart, intelligent guy. I mean, he really is. Right. Uh, he's very uh, what do you think? Very articulate, you know. But he, but he is. He's a, he's 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 a very uh, very. He's very well spoken. Yeah, very well spoken. For <laughs> for a black guy, it's, ama- it's amazing. <laughs> Where to get those? Skills? He really expresses himself very well. <laughs> you know, but um, again, you know, he's a guy. If he's on your team, you love him. Right. You know. Um, now. You can make the argument. What happens if he played with Detroit? Then you go, well, what happens if anybody played with Detroit? <laughs> exactly, you know? exactly. You play with cir- the Knicks. Exactly, you- circumstances, right? And that's a, and that's what people who who do not like Draymond and well, that's what they'll point to. Well, look at his stats and what what could he have possibly done on a team that didn't have you know Steph and Clay, for instance? He would he would not have been the same player, which is true. But hey, that's not that's not the reality. Yeah, reality that he's there. Right, it was a match made in heaven. And they won a chance, and you and you forget that they are the defending champions. Basically, they were struggling this year. You got these guys are the defending NBA champions, right? Right. You know? So it's not like we're, we're talking about a great team and, and a and a short term dynasty, and a uh, team that needed Draymond because you you know you had guys like Steph and Clay. They weren't the most uh, feared, you know what I mean, in terms of opponents and. 
you know, not the most physical guys. They 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 actually needed Draymond to to impose his will and to give that team that kind of fear factor. Yeah. So you know what what can you say? You know, uh, you know, in sports, you if you if you shut them up by winning, right? And uh, looks like they're going to beat. I, I, Sacramento was a good story, but you're only as good as you win. It looks like they're going to eliminate them. They get the winner of the Lakers, Memphis. So imagine. Oh man, Golden State Lakers! Oh my God! I, I ha, I'm picking barely. Well, I kind of I give Memphis a good chance. I just not you know they're they're young guys, Morant, Bain, those guys. They haven't really showed up uh, consistently in the playoffs, which is disappointing. I mean, if these are all guys who swear they're they're on that level. And they talk a good game, like you said, but they've been missing for a couple games. And so I'm not sure if they show up tonight. If they were to show up tonight, they have a good chance to beat the Lakers. It's 3-2 Lakers, game six in L.A. If they lose, they have to play a game seven. Close them out. Close them out. You know, I mean, the Lakers Lakers have made a, a miraculous recovery, man, from like, you know, trade the whole team to like now... These guys could play Golden State, and that will be a great series. It'll it'll be a, I think it'll be a great series. Um, and but you know the NBA, you could go the whole year without even going to the NBA uh, games. But these the playoffs are great, right? Because it's the best of, it's the best of series, and invariably the best team will win. Right, it's not like March Madness, you know, where you you get hot and and you win. This is like, you know. A seven game series, and you got to bring it. You know, there's no, there's no luck. Yeah, no, yeah, no question about it. And uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what, what the what the Lakers have. I mean, Dylan Brooks was right. You know, LeBron is old. Um, he's wow. not the same guy. He's still, he's still better, way better than Dylan Brooks. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he, but he is older. So, and you know, it, it'll be, it'll be interesting, interesting to see how, you know, what he actually can. Uh, can produce this these know, next couple uh, of games. I know LeBron is just thanking God for that. A, a for Anthony Davis, but for Anthony Davis, who whatever he's eating, man, whatever switches, whatever cliche it is, the switch goes on. He's something, but he is like what we thought he could be. What he was in the bubble, <laughs> you right? Know, you right. know, very dominant, very focused. Um, you know. So good for him. Suddenly they've got a good squad, and LeBron does not have to be LeBron of old. He just right. be old LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like to me, LeBron has like turned himself into prime Carl Malone, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> he's downgraded to Carl Malone. <laughs> yeah, but what do you think about the Bucks being eliminated? Is, it, is there a coaching firing? Is it going to get ready to be an opening in Milwaukee? Uh, from that's what it sounds like. Uh, you remember before they won. Two, they, they uh, two years ago, yeah, they wanted to fire him. He was, he was, he was, he was a dead man walking, and all of a sudden, he wins the championship. And of course, you have to keep him. Yeah, uh, and all of a sudden, he's a great coach after that, right? Right. Two weeks before, he was terrible. Then he wins the championship. He's a great coach. Uh, but yeah, that that performance, even though Giannis missed two, you know, two and three quarters games. Yeah. Okay, so you got to take that. I mean, yeah, I know people don't want to talk about that, but you have to take that into account. But he is a hard soul of that team. Yeah, I mean, to, and to miss those games, he obviously he wasn't one hundred percent. Of course, nobody's one hundred percent. No excuses. Uh, he played. He didn't play a good game. That that last game, he missed thirteen free throws, and it was ugly. 
but the coaching was terrible. I mean, that last play where Jimmy Butler hits the shot to tie it with 0.5 seconds, they panicked. The coaching staff, everybody panicked. They had a timeout and didn't use it. You know, in the NBA, you call timeout, you get the ball half court, you can get a shot off if it's 0.3 or, or more. That's inexcusable. You can't you can't forget that you have a timeout and just let that opportunity go. Then the same thing in the overtime. And then the way they play, they just seem to panic. Uh, that's not a good look for for Coach Budenholzer. So I think he might, you know, most that's what people uh, seem to think right now that it, right. well, that, uh, enough, they'll make a change. Enough of the NBA. Let's talk about a real sport. Let's talk about the NFL. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I've been thinking about this, man. I'm like, what? I'm looking. You know, I, you know, I'm a column, so I like write issues. And it occurred to me, man, what the hell does the NBA stand for? I mean, everybody's happy, right? There's no issue. Everybody's getting paid. I mean, everybody's happy. You're looking at you know, the NFL, just because the nature of the game is violent and guys are, like, basically getting wrecked every day, you know, there's there are always some kind of issues. Even look at the WNBA. You know, the WNBA is a movement. These This women's league is standing for something. Right. Brittany Griner. But the NBA, man, is like, it's purely, it's an ego-driven league with drama. That's what somebody I was talking to uh, uh, owned. And I was like, what is it? And he said, you know, it's, 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 it's individuals about ego and, and drama, you know. But what they stand for, I'm not really sure. I mean, it's like, they, they you know, they'll get the NBA cares and stuff. I mean, you got a bunch of people making money and life is good. You yeah, know, making, making money, get guaranteed contracts. Guaranteed contracts. What's, what's the problem, Bill? <laughs> Exactly, exactly. What's the complaint what? about? You know? Exactly. You don't, hey, man, they, they're getting they're getting paid, you know, as as they should. But I hear I hear you. They they really it doesn't you know they don't stand for anything for sure. I mean, I guess during the bubble you had you had that you know they they kind of it took seemed like stands. thirty years ago. It does. You know. Oh, did, speaking of that, did you see uh, Phil Jackson uh, was in the news saying? He stopped watching the NBA because of all the Black Lives Matter signs during the bubble and all that kind of stuff. Did you, I uh, mean, another all these people kind of come out. They can't. They they put on their their clan robes now. You know. Yeah, I didn't know Phil was like that. I thought I thought he was. Uh, I didn't know he he was a right wing Fox News watcher. Yeah. I, well, but you know, but now you know. Right. I mean, because I guess we confused or conflated his kind of going to the mountains and all that kind of. Off-brand stuff was somehow being on the right side of history, or like a hippie, right? We kind of looked yeah, at him as like yeah. a hippie from this, you know, from that from that era, and like you know, he's to be racist too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. it comes out that he just he despised black people, and know? and and made a living off them. And made a living off them, which puts him on the planet. He's a plantation master. Yeah. Well, remember he got in trouble talking about LeBron's posse. Yeah, that was a yeah. hint. Yeah, there was a hint. That he had a problem with black folks, but all these years, I guess he was just gritting his teeth, you know, and counting with Shaq and Kobe and Michael and all that, you know, under his breath. <laughs> 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 he, he, he was missing the days of Bill Bradley and Dave DeBusher. Yeah. So what a jerk, you know? What a jerk. Um, so yeah, so so yeah, let's move. Let's move on to the. Uh, NFL, there's big NFL. Obviously, the draft is going on, but the the biggest news was, of course, uh, you know, someone you've been writing on 
for for a, a couple years now. And, yeah, Lamar and, Jackson taking Lamar Jackson. So he's cashed in, you know. I mean, just when we thought, you know, uh, you know, we were wondering how long it goes. On draft day, he signs a five-year, $260 million contract with the Ravens, I guess 182. I wonder how they got to 182 like, at 35 cents. Uh, <laughs> Is that the official? Because they were saying 185, but now it's 185, maybe 185 uh, guaranteed. Uh, so I guess the question is, Jamal, is this a defeat? Because he wanted, he wanted Deshaun Watson salary of fully guaranteed money. And that clearly, you know, and I guess maybe the nail in the coffin was after the Eagles signed um, Jalen Hurts to his record contract. Then what was then a record contract, right? And it wasn't guaranteed. And he t- he went to the Super Bowl. And I said, you know, like, oh, come on, Lamar, you and you didn't even go to the Super Bowl, and you missed, you know, four games last season and the four games last that. Give me a break. But yet, even with that, they signed this five year. And I guess if you do the math, which I don't know what it is, I think it's fifty fifty two million a year on average, which makes him the highest paid. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts was fifty one million a year. Yeah, so it's like kind of like what Bill Russell did after Will Chamberlain signed uh, his mega contract. Bill Russell said, "I want a dollar more." (laughs) The Celtics gave him a dollar more than Will Chamberlain. So, so Lamar gets like you know a couple million more. Right. Than, than Jalen Hurts. And Jalen yeah, man, but I went to the Super Bowl. He says, well, so? I got I got an MVP. I got, an MVP. Said, I got an MVP. What are you, you going to say about that? I've, yeah. done it, I've done it for a little longer. Uh, I went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but you lost and you fumbled. <laughs> <laughs> you fumbled. Your fumble, your fumble gave them a touchdown, which was the margin of victory. So, oh, I forgot about that, Bill. About? Uh, I forgot. I, I forgot about that already, Bill. Yeah, Jalen only made one mistake, but that was the, you know, Pat Moses, yeah. thank you. You know, you know. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. let me let me ask you. So, what do you think? Because, you know, a lot of the discussion before was, you know, why why is he asking for what he's at? You know, why is he doing this? Why is he asking for a you know a fully guaranteed contract? Is he trying to take a stand, or is he trying to change the way business is done in the NFL? Um, uh, and then, go ahead. I mean, I don't think so. It's a great question. I don't think so, or else he would have held out. You know, I mean, that's the stance I took that he was trying to get guaranteed contracts to make it normalized. And you know, the owner is saying that ain't gonna happen. And I guess he must have figured out this was the best he was gonna do. You know, and now I'm curious to find out what Joe Burrow is gonna ask for. And what Trevor Lawrence is going to ask for, and what Justin Herbert are going to ask for, because because Lamar, they've already set a high bar. So I can imagine Cincinnati. Oh my God, you know, if we're paying this guy, if, if, if you know, if, if if they're paying him five two sixty, what are we going to pay Joe Burrow? Yeah, Joe Burrow, he's going to get more. I mean, it's all you know, all this stuff, just like you said about about the Jalen Hurts contract. It's all about timing. You right. know, the the guy who signs, you know, last is going to get the most. If he's on that same level, Herbert, I don't think should he he might get more whatever, but he shouldn't. I mean, he's the he's the guy who's done the least out of all these guys. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, he looks great. He fits the part. You know, right. six five, white white blonde. guy. You know, yeah. I don't know, blonde brown. I don't know what he has, mm-hmm. what hair he is, but you know, great great form on it <laughs> on his throws. Uh-huh. You know, but sometimes that you know he hasn't gotten as far 
as you got you got to win. You can't you can't let Jacksonville right. You Not can't no. come back with thirty five to three or whatever it was. No, no, no. And before and before that, he hadn't even made the playoffs. Right, and and they were still trying to tout him as a as a top three quarterback or whatever. Oh, so, made, we'll, that's, so that's going to be the interesting one. The Herbert negotiations will be interesting to me. Yeah, well, he yeah yeah Burrow. I mean, Burrow could say, well, you know. Yeah. I, I've been to Super Bowl, but they say, well, okay, that was two years ago. Now what? You know, you know, and 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 uh, the kid down Jacksonville. Um, yeah, he, he hasn't done anything yet. Well, he won that game, right? That game, but you he, but you're right. Then they get destroyed. The game after that, but I guess the guy is looking to renegotiate. Is Patrick Mahomes? Said, Wait a minute. Yeah, Mahomes. If you him that, and I've won. I've got what two Super Bowl rings. And three Super Bowl appearances. How much am I worth? You know, I'm sure he's sitting back right now. He's he's waiting for that very last guy. He's waiting for Burrow, right, to get his money. Then he's gonna be like, he's gonna do it to Bill Russell. Okay, at least at least a dollar more than that dude, right? right. And, maybe, and really, he should ask for about ten million more than that guy, right? Right. <laughs> Tell you the truth. Yeah, no. It, 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 the next two years will be fascinating, and yeah. what what levers they use. But yeah, I mean, going back to your question about Lamar, you know, I mean. I mean, can you call it a defeat if you're, if you're getting 185 million dollars guaranteed over the next five years? Oh, thank you for doing that, Jamal. Whatever you did with the screen, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, um, you know, no. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he'll he will set up his himself and his family, hopefully for generational wealth. You know, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to get Steve Biscotti's yacht. You know, I don't know if he's going to get that kind of well. But um, can I fault him for it? I, I guess, you know, the whole guarantee contract thing, maybe I guess that will maybe that will never happen. Or maybe it'll be somebody who totally surprised you. Maybe it's Joe Burrow. Or maybe it could be. You never know who's going to be the person. that you. Well, we, have, we, we have one, right? We got Deshaun Watson actually got it done somehow. But he didn't. He didn't it's not like he lobbied for it. I, I mean, I don't know what the, they is here. Yeah, you know? yeah, that that's amazing when you think about that. But I'll say this: if I want to spin it uh, in Lamar Jackson's favor, I would say in any negotiation, you ask for more than you want, right? Uh, so him asking, him even asking for that, forced Baltimore to to give him more than than they wanted to. Remember right. that at the originally they were saying 133 million guaranteed. Right. Right? Right. So he gets what 185 that's 30 that's 50 more million dollars. So right. that so that's a win. Um right. also what people some people are talk, aren't talking about is he also got other things here, right? He got he got them to overpay uh Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Right? So he has never had any help his entire his right. entire time in Baltimore, all of a sudden now, he has Odell Beckham, and, and they had to give him. Draft. They gave him more than than what he, what was on the market for him. He also they also drafted a top wide receiver um, this year, which which is rare for them, yeah. right? So now, not only did he get more money, and he didn't get the he didn't get the you know the total the total money guarantee. And, 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 he, got, he got weapons. Which, and, which would, would they have given it to him if it weren't for this? And, and, and guess what he did without an agent? You right. Know? He right. negotiated this thing without an agent. Everybody was killing him. You know, you know, oh, you know, he's over his head. Uh, this will never get done. He needs an agent, a white agent. And he did all this stuff 
without an agent. And you hear you had none of these same guys who were killing them. They kind of you know, Lamar Jackson's family. How can now on other on other news? Right. You know, but they don't mention the fact that he did this without an agent. The okay. agent that you guys said he was supposedly needed. And some, and someone who people disparaged. It was his mother, who was a, I think she's certified, right? I think he said yeah, he's like he's a certified a agent. Um, so it looks like his mother did a decent job when when yeah. you, when, you, when you look at it. Uh, you know, all they, the money, uh, the fees, all in the in that same house under the same roof. And waiting, you, know, you 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 mentioned the Hertz deal. They waited till after the Hertz deal. That was that was a win to yeah. do that. You waited for to see what Hertz got, and you got more. So. I, you know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how you kill Lamar. I mean, a lot of people's argument during the time when he was making the demand for the guaranteed contract, they were acting as if he was going to hurt. This would hurt him. Like this, this kind of demand would end up backfiring and hurt him. It didn't hurt him. He, yeah. He's making more money now than they offered him to begin with. So it's so it's a win. Well, if he had an agent, they give him more money. Give me a break. And then he'd have to give that to the agent. Right. That, that five, three percent, whatever, goes into his pocket. Right. So, I mean, please. And now uh, we'll see. Now he has weapons. So I, I think that's a big part of it, too. He comes away with this, not with just money, but with also a new offensive coordinator. Yeah, and a new right? they, they fired the guy who was making him run his kneecaps off. Exactly. So uh, it might be he might have been more shrewd than, we're, than we know. Is there pressure? I mean, pressure. I mean, how much pressure is it if you get 185 million guaranteed? But is there any pressure to win? There was always pressure to win. We, right. They were always gonna. They've been killing him because he hasn't because he's one in three in the playoffs. Right. You know because his 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 passing stats haven't been great. They so there's always been pressure. There's no difference. I mean, I I heard you know Stephen A. Smith today talking about oh well, now he's got to do it now now he he always had to do it. He always had okay? to. Okay, and I'm glad. Yeah, now he has to do it. Good. Now he actually has weapons. Right. You know to do it with. There's, look what hurts. Hurts was the blueprint. You put right. weapons around these guys; they're much more dangerous. Yeah. So, so what do you think about, uh, you know, top three of the top quarterbacks for the first time in history? Black quarterbacks went one and two, and then uh, uh, you've had three. I think of the t first four players drafted. Right. Amazing. Right. Were black quarterbacks? You got uh, uh, with Richardson from Florida. Well, you did. Hurts yeah, from Bryce, yeah. Bryce Bryce Young went first, then C.J. Stroud from Ohio State goes second. Despite despite yeah. the test, they were trying to disparage him. It was probably like a team like Tennessee or somebody who <laughs> you try. Right. Oh, you know, you know, he's a dummy. You know, he's you know, he just like you know. Right. But Houston said, "Damn that!" I think it may have been something with Houston with a black coach said, "We're not going for that dumb okey doke stuff." You right. know. Right. Uh, so I think it's, you know, now, of course, now we're going to see, you know. But do you think that with these three getting drafted like that, the whole debate over black quarterbacks is over? Uh, or are the people, are the haters just going to have to go under? Like, like Phil Jackson, are the haters going to have to kind of go underground? Well, you know, the hate, you know, you know the, how this country works. The, hate, the haters ain't going nowhere. Right. You know, they're, we're going to, you know, the, there's, there's still going to be going to be a lot of people who are going to dismiss black quarterbacks. Maybe not. Maybe it might be. I don't. Want, I can't say over. That just sounds. That's too naive, right? Yeah. But but you know maybe things are there. There there's been there's progress that's been made for sure. 
uh, within the organizations. Organizations understand now that, hey, man, we can win with these guys. Okay, period. So, you, so that's what that shows that you, you had three black quarterbacks in the first four picks of the draft. Um, but from the media side, from the fan side, there's always going to be that that talk out there. There's always going to be talk about pressure. There will be extra pressure on these black quarterbacks to get it done because as soon as they don't, when they fall short, it's going to be, oh, he couldn't read a defense. Oh, right. he, exactly. he, he runs too much. Oh, you know, we told you about we, – ah, we told you they – you just can't get it done. Let's, and let's blah, get blah, back blah. to the pocket. We, me, me, meanwhile, if Burrow comes up short, you don't hear anything. Yeah. We need a better defense. You know? Right. You know? So, yeah. So, I think, yeah, it, it's, it shows a change. I think that's, what, that's what's going to happen in the long run. It's already started to happen, and we talked about this before, is that it just – from an organizational standpoint, it just becomes impossible to deny – these kids the, the the job right they can't deny them the the qb job and then it's it, it becomes forcing all the other people to accept it like all the fans and the media to accept it and that takes much longer if ever yeah and i think whatever you have a predominantly white male media right judging black people a friend of mine told me that too um uh, who just finished i mean just you know an autobiography uh, and just a good friend, Nothing, nobody know. But he he was recounting just things in his own life about his interaction with white bosses, and he just said white men should not be are not in a position to judge black men. You know, and it's just and and, and I forget how we don't don't tell that to them, Bill. Yeah, right. but he, and, and I thought about it, and it's, it's true. Given the whole historic, you know, racism and tension. That black white men are not in a position should not judge black men, you know. And I know people are, oh, what do you, you know, because that's the norm. That is normally the norm, and uh, and that's why this stuff is so skewed. So I think it plays out even when you have black quarterbacks. A lot of a lot of this racist stuff, you know, gets poured out using the black quarterbacks as an excuse to talk about coat intelligence, leadership. All the stuff that, you know, all the stuff that black men are not supposed to represent. And we could pour all the stuff out on these black quarterbacks. And, you know, you, you know, Lamar Jackson, well, you know, he missed four games and he was hurt. And, you know, and now, you know, he negotiates this record contract with no agent. You know, we'll see the talk. So uh, that reminds me of, uh, you know, like white, white people judging black people first of all i mean that's a societal a societal issue but that reminds me of that last poet song you remember uh what was it the, the white man's got a god complex oh, god, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that album yeah the white man's got a god complex. which is when you when you really think about it, you know, it's, you know that was taken off the air but I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's just a song, Bill. I mean, it's it's out there. You know? It's a song that is about a concept that's true. Right. You know, you know um, and that's why this whole thing of the NBA and it, 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 it's, it's me talking about how they don't stand for it. Everybody's happy. Everybody's just happy. You know, uh, who are your agents? Who are your realtors? Who are, you know, who, who, who handles your money? Who sells your home? You know, who's your team? You know, which I think would be remarkable if if 
Everybody, okay, everybody comes out in the middle of the street and bring your team with you. How black will that team be? You have all these black players, but how black is your team? You know, <laughs> you know that, that'll be, that's another, that's another story, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we, we can go so many directions. Uh, it just reminds me of a meme. Well, I saw yeah, Draymond Green on. Now, maybe Draymond Green has got a. So who's your team? You know. That's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was thinking about that watching the the uh, NFL draft. Who's my team? <laughs> who's your team? I ain't got yeah. it. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking about that watching the NFL draft. Like when you when you see like, <laughs> the kids getting drafted, and I'm general. You know, I'm I'm generalizing to make a point, but. You know, you'll see a lot of the black guys getting drafted. Have, you know, they have they have white people sprinkled in there. It could be the girlfriend, could be the agent, could be whatever. And you see the I, I just noticed yesterday it was like a couple of white guys being drafted. It was nothing but white people surrounding no. them. There will be no black agents there. So Not, forget an agent, friend, people, you know, fam, family. You know, like it was. It was just. It struck me. You know. It could be Will Will Levis, for instance. He's sitting there, you know. Just it was just very monolithic, <laughs> you know. Has he has he got drafted? Yeah, I know we're on day two. I mean, he, I mean, no. there was I, I I they call it, it was short and fried. There's just something satisfying about him, like sitting there, you know, thinking he was going to be like drafted top three, and his brother, the Colts, said, "No, no, no, no. I think we're going to draft this black guy instead of you, Will." You know, you wait till wait till uh, Friday. You get your day two drafted. Oh man, yeah, no, yeah, he hasn't been drafted yet. Uh, they're saying they, they expect him to go in the second round, but I did see a report he's not going to show up to the draft this uh, tonight. He's not going to show up to the second night of the draft after having to sit there and be uh, embarrassed <laughs> during during the first round. Which you know they always they always do that to these guys, man. If they, I'll tell you that. If there was any question for me, if I'm that <laughs> kid, if there was any question whether I was going to go or not, I'm staying home, man. I'm, right, I'm not Bryce. If I'm not, uh, yeah, if uh, I'm not Bryce Young, Bryce Young or Stroud, I, <laughs> I'm staying home. Man, like, that, that, that gotta be terrible, man. It's gotta oh. be the worst feeling. You're there, and your girlfriend is there, and all these people, and then round two, round. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's worse that because that first round, you know, now they make it a night in its own, right? It's Thursday night, first round. In the past, it was all at one time. Remember when the draft used to be just one day or two days? Right. And the first round and the second round and the third round. Now, if you like for Levis, he had to go home and then they want him to come back. Like, no, man. He was like, no, I'm not you, having that. You want me to come back for more punishment? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should sue. Maybe he's from, he's from a red state, maybe Kentucky. He's like this conspiracy, like a black guy. They draft a black guy here. Me, that's like unfair. Maybe DeSantis should get involved. They know? probably they they, they 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 might sue. Like they, you know, that, that could be an affirmative action case. You know, right. the 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 reverse discrimination that the Supreme Court loves. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I talk about you know when when with colleges, right? So. That's right. What is it? What is it with African Americans? Like, you know, Ivy League school, right? African Americans make up you know, for the past at least 30 years, African Americans have made up about three percent. Right. And then when when a you know, sometimes a white person doesn't get in and they sue and they're like, right. Hey, that three percent took my spot. What about the ninety-seven percent? <laughs> what about they didn't take your spot? The, but the three percent took your spot? Come right. on. Right, so they'll say the, the, in sports, the guy will say, you know, Will Levis will sue the, you know, like, like the guy that that the coach took took my spot. You know, <laughs> we want our country back. 
Exactly. Let's take our country back. Exactly. You get Marjorie Taylor. There should, there should be none of you. None of you. That's right. And let's go back to 1954. Exactly. You know, those are the good old days. You know, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, last but not least, and probably very, very important, we talk about one of the biggest stories, one of the more substantial stories, actually more substantial than any of the shit we just talked about, honestly, was Brittany Griner. Uh, Brittany Griner. Um, uh, made her first public appearance for the media uh, yesterday here in Phoenix, where I am. And I must tell you, it was very impressive. I mean, uh, A, it was just think of what she endured 10 months, 10 months in a Russian prison, you know. And, um, you know, what the mental, the, the, the fortitude and resilience it took to deal with that, you know. And she spoke to the media, very impressive. I mean, she was you know, she had humor, she was funny, uh, but she also, there were some emotional moments when somebody asked her about what it, what did it take to right. get through a day, and she just talked about having to invent a routine and just, you know, some days having hope and then seeing the hope dashed and just what it took and then what it felt like to be back here. This means walk down the street, get your life back, you know. Um, it's very, very impressive. And I did ask her about, because I'm sure there's so many causes. Everybody needs so many causes. Causes of the WNBA, of the, feet, you know, of the, of the Mercury. I asked her about, uh, you know, you had all these states very aggressively making these rules to keep transgender women from competing. Right. One state after the other, these red states. And she said that that's very high on her list of things to speak out against, you know, again, because she's always been about inclusion. So I thought it was a very, uh, it was a very touching thing. They unveiled a mural mm. at somebody outside the footprint arena about with Griner and all the other people who unlawfully detained or not unlawfully improperly detained. So it was a very, of all the stuff we talked about, it was very substantial. You know, it wasn't about multi-young athletes getting ready to become billionaires. It wasn't about the NBA and a, a, a league of millionaires and one of the billionaires. It was about a woman who was in prison in Russia and who's back with her family, you know, so. Uh, and, and very, you know, focused and like you said, well-spoken. Well-spoken. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, it was very, it was very touching. Uh, she implored people to, uh, you know, to cover the WNBA as they're covering, you know, this episode, uh, you know, about what she had to go through. I thought, uh, you know, a lot. Of, I mean, it was, you know, I almost shed a tear a couple times, you know, watching watching her get emotional uh, about what she had to go through and and uh, you know what she, you know, she she mentioned, you know, she's she's had hard times all her life, uh, so that helped her through. Uh, you know, the fact that she she even it was. She even said, you know, basketball and having to, you know, growing up having to fight through practice and two a days helped her, you know, right. survive in prison. In prison, you right. know what I mean. So it, it was, it was very, it was. I mean, uh, you know, if but people haven't watched cry? it, you almost cried. But did you go over the threshold? Did I? Yeah. Did you shed a tear? I think I think there was a little moisture in the corner right here. You know, I don't, you know, I don't know if it fell down the cheek or not, but yeah, but um, it was, it was, it was. Uh... You know, I, the first time, maybe yeah, I've really been in her presence, but, you know, I think, and I, I thought about last night that she has a sense of humor. 
Yeah. I'm sure that had to play a part in her just to be able to like laugh. And even in some of those ridiculous times, this is ridiculous. <laughs> what the hell? You know, uh, and, you know, she's going to be coming out with a book next spring. Uh, I'm sure there'll be documentaries. And, and, and just, you know, the way she came across, just so obviously intelligent and thoughtful yeah. and mature. And just to think back on how people, you know, you had you still like the stuff we talked about before, like, you know, all these haters out here and people who just look for reasons to to blame black people for stuff. And remember, you know, people blamed her like, you know, because she had a she had a weed vape pen you know, acting like she really did something wrong and deserved right. what she was getting. I mean, don't forget all that, that there were a bunch of people who talked like that. Um, They're still pissed that it, it was her and not the other guy. Right. Yeah. Waylon. Waylon. And she's said all along that she's going to fight for him to get out and everybody else who's who's uh, wrongfully detained. Yeah. So no, I mean, this is, I mean, it's a ter- it was a terrible situation, but I, you know, I think she becomes uh, even a bigger figure after all of this. Oh, absolutely, and I think that in terms of you know the WNBA, I mean, everywhere she goes, every every arena she goes, to, she will be a, a, an attraction. You know, from the media, they want to see how she does, and, and hopefully the team does well, right? And that they success. And in terms of the um, WNBA, I think that you know, when when the when the NBA was dissolved, they were still remember they didn't the, the NBA finals still on tape delay in the eighties, right? You know, so it's not like I think that um, it's a horrible moment for for Brittany Griner. She survived it, and I think it could be a good moment for the WNBA and and a lot of the causes that they represent. So, you know, very happy to see her out, and uh, yep. it was just really a great, really a great day. You know, no, it was great. Like I said, I was watching it on I was watching it on ESPN. It just I didn't even know it was happening that day, uh, but I just happened to be watching ESPN, and it, and it came on. Then uh, also, I hear Bill ask a question. I was like, "Oh my God, he's there!" Question. <laughs> it's so funny that um, you know, and that it's kind of a, 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 a lesson in journalism because you were, you know, you you only have one question, and the whole thing. In fact, even before the day before, I was saying, "Okay, what one question am I going to ask?" You know, and it's so funny. I was thinking about it. Then the woman came up to me. The mic, and she said she tapped me on the shoulder. Said, Do you want to? And I, was like, I didn't even raise my hand. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. and she's, I guess she's saying, Well, you better, we get ready to run out of time. Do you want to ask? And so then I kind of had to pull it together. She forced me to take the shot, right? Know? Right, right, which is good, which yeah, is good. It's a good thing. So, yeah, man. So, you know, good day with ML. Lamar gets his millions. Yep, a young NBA, young NFL get to. Get their day on the plantation. They get to follow, like Roland Kirk said, volunteer slavery. They get to, you know, go on the plantation. Uh, three black quarterbacks drafted. It's great yep. news. Yep. They'll the be next. fighting for their money soon. Yeah, they'll be, oh, clearly. You know, clearly. Cause very soon. You know, the thing is, with these, they, that's what they do. This is such a scam. They play them on a rookie contract. Let's squeeze everything we get out of these five years and then screw them. <laughs> the worst is the running backs because they really get screwed. Oh, you know, like these these five year rookie deals. You're, you're done. You're done. That. Like, look, at, look at Ezekiel Elliott. Like he's done. Yeah, get him out of here. <laughs> you know, but at least I think two running backs were drafted in the top. Yeah, ten or eleven. Yep. You know, so that was, that was good. 
And then, you know, Nick Fever, that's happy. New York, everybody in New York is happy for now. You know, if they get swept, they'll, they'll, they'll be one to like, fire the coach. Yep, of course. Uh, and Brittany. So all in all, it's a good sports day. Yes, not not bad at all. Not bad at all. Yeah. All right, man. Well, good. Well, it was good. Good catching up. I enjoy your uh, NFL your your NFL podcast again. What's the name of? Why don't you push oh, that? And, and, uh, NBA NBA with uh, with Chris Walker broadcast yeah, I, hoops. I felt a little jolted. I was like looking at it popping up on all our social <laughs> media. I'm like, damn, man. It's like you know, when I'm you still, have the time. Uh, <laughs> seriously, when yeah. uh, you know, I was just putting little clips out there trying to see if uh, you know any you know if it gets any feedback. That's all. It was good though. I like this new site, man. Look at this new service. Yes. It's very good. Hopefully soon, man, we'll be able to, for our loyal listeners, we'll be able to do it live and link to YouTube and yes, yes, Twitter yes. and Facebook. Yes, I realize, yes. man, that, you know, when you're trying to become relevant, you have to actually make yourself relevant. You can't, you know, you can't wait for it to come to you. Right. I'm kind of seeing what the younger generation talk about. You can't, Wait for it. You got to go get it. No, you're right. You're right. I'm. I'm just learning that too. As a guy, the late great Joe Valerio used to say, "If you don't toot your horn, there ain't no music." <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Nobody else is going to tweet it. No, yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. So let's get in every let's get in every platform that exists, and yep. even ones that don't exist. Let's get on those. Yeah, especially yeah, especially the live video because that's where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we just try not to be ridiculous. We know that if we had no shame, we would probably be on easy street. But we do have we do have some shame. Right, right. We, you know, we try to keep it. Uh, try to keep it. You know, legit, uh, real, real, real stories. <laughs> <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't totally off the table. <laughs> now we got canceled already. It's, it's, yeah. it's right. Good to see you, Bill. All right, good seeing everybody, and. Uh, you know, be sure to whatever you have to do, sign up. Uh, of course, well, yeah, we get that in there. Uh, keep listening, to, listening to us wherever you get your podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all that. Look out for us on YouTube. Uh, live coming soon, and we're of course brought to you by Bet Online. Still, don't forget about that. <laughs> Make those bets. Bet, bet, y'all, bet. Shameless plug. Bet. What happens if I have a problem? Get help. Get help. We got a number for you. (laughs) All right, man. And continue to pray. Yes, yes. All right. See y'all next week. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.